Welcome to another episode of Global Data Pod. Today's data drop, where we cover key data releases and the potential implications for the macro view, is on our global inflation monitor. I'm Sam Azzarello, and I lead content strategy for global research, and I'm thrilled to be joined by Nora Centavani, senior global economist for global research, to talk about what's happening with inflation. So Nora, I wanted to talk to you and ask, the top-down view of sticky core inflation, are we getting confirmation of that view in early 2024 data? Thanks, Sam. So early 2024 data are providing pretty strong support for our global views on growth resilience and sticky inflation. On inflation, while the pace of over a year ago inflation continued to come down gradually in January, uh, down to 3.3% for headline and 3.7% for core, what we saw is that the annualized run rates on global core inflation actually firmed a little bit at the start of the year um, and is broadly at 3%. Now, much of the upward pressure on consumer prices in January came from services, which grew 0.5% on the month. So that's quite a firm reading. Core goods prices were broadly fat, flat and consumer energy prices are still putting downward pressure on inflation at this point, but to a lesser extent than in previous months. Uh, food price growth also firmed a little bit in some of the EM countries uh, due to a strong El Nino. I think stepping back, the broad message for me is that while inflation has come down a long way from its peaks, the progress appears to be slowing along this proverbial last mile of the process. And we think further progress is likely to be fairly limited over the first half of the year. So interesting that obviously has implications for central bank action. I guess I want to ask you now, regional differences, sectoral differences, you cover all of this in the inflation monitor. Walk us through some takeaways from that section of the report. Yeah, so as the rates of inflation continue to normalize, we are seeing some increased divergences in the speed at which services inflation is coming down. Uh, in January, for example, the U.S. stood out in, in, in having very significant firming in service price growth. You know, the January number likely exaggerates the underlying trends, but it nonetheless points to quite sticky underlying inflation. Uh, These divergences are partly explained by differences in the strength of consumer spending, varying degrees of labor market tightness. If we contrast with the U.S., what we see in EM Asia, for example, is a quite modest pace of services inflation. And um, China in particular, you know, we continue to see a deflationary pressure unfolding uh, due to the weakness in domestic demand. That's a good segue actually to ask you about China more specifically, which is in a period of excess supply. How do these dynamics translate into the inflation print? Yeah, so uh, China's excess capacity is still very much a deflationary impulse, but I would say the intensity of that uh, impulse has uh, faded. Um, if you look uh, in the outside of U.S. used car prices, what we see is that core goods prices globally actually rose a little bit in, in January. So that aligns with uh, this sort of end of global goods price deflation over the first half that we've been um, flagging. China's PPI inflation, export price um, uh, deflation, all of these seem to be turning a little bit higher. And uh, the U.S. is still seeing some declines in import prices from China, but the euro area, for example, uh, import prices from China have moved out of deflation and are now rising. So I think that downward pressure is still broadly there, but it's becoming more differentiated across countries and its intensity is fading. Okay. Another question I wanted to ask you was about 
Red Sea disruption. So Nora, you were very early to put out some analysis around how this was impacting container shipping costs and how that could translate into the broader inflation picture. Talk us through some of your findings and what you're seeing around Red Sea disruptions and the impact to prices. Right. So container uh, shipping costs have stabilized in recent weeks, uh, but they're still up something like 150% from where they were in early December. And we do see that potentially adding a few tenths to global core inflation over the next three to six months. But I think the broader story is that global supply chain pressures are still quite modest for now, given situation of excess capacity and still relatively weak goods demand. So even though we see this period of core goods deflation ending, we don't think we're going to go into a situation of very strong upward pressure on core goods inflation either. Excellent. So Nora, last question for you, I guess, looking at the bigger picture, what should we expect? What would be the forecast for inflation going forward? Yeah, so on that, we see global core inflation outside of uh, China um, and Turkey running uh, somewhere around 3.3% in the first quarter. So that's still pretty firm. That is then likely to moderate to about 2.8% in the second quarter. Uh, we still see core inflation getting down to about 3% over a year ago by July, and then about 2.5% over the course of 2025. So the broader underlying trend for inflation is still seen moderating over time. Um, I think if our forecasts are realized, then this is still consistent with uh, the idea that central banks will turn less restrictive, um, including the Fed and the ECB later this year. But I would say if we fail to deliver this further leg down in inflation that we have in our forecast, then I think that would limit the space for central banks uh, to ease. Nora, I want to thank you for your time and insights, and I look forward to talking to you again next month. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. This podcast was recorded on February 29th, 2024. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan Research Reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2024 JPM Chase & Co. All rights reserved. <laughs>